Everything Country 101.3 KFDI Good morning Welcome to Monday I know it just seems like it was Friday I get that That means you had a busy, good, full weekend Whether it be working or hanging out with family Or doing something else There was a lot going on this weekend too I mean And then tonight, Chiefs fans are staying up late from Monday Night Football. So, look, I mean, accept the fact that Monday is here and get ready for it. That's something to look forward to, right? Right. 844-436-1013. Talk or text. You want to say hello? You want to let me know how your Monday's going? Check in. Share something with me. Be my eyes and ears. If you see traffic happening, it's all there. Text or talk. 844-436-1013. My uh, my football team just squeaked out a win. Bonehead call by the coach. We're all look. We're all armchair quarterbacks, but I can tell you that my coach, who went for it on fourth down with a minute left in the game, up by two, gave the Browns a short field. And if the Browns had not missed that field goal, they would have won. And if the Browns won, my coach would be fired today. It was just awful. Lots of storylines in the NFL on Monday. That's what I love catching up on. If you're a football fan. Watched Hocus Pocus 2 over the weekend. I can confirm, uh, one, there were no spells cast on me, and two, it was really good. I almost, in my opinion, it was almost, uh, boy, I, I want to say it was better than the first one. It was really good. If you, and I know a lot of you have seen it, and, and I'm late to the party, but gosh, it was good. Really enjoyed it. So if you haven't seen that, maybe this week, plan to sit down with the kids and watch that. It was a good time. So what are we getting getting into today? Unbelievable story uh, coming out of the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Unbelievable story. I'll share that with you in about 15 minutes. Got some good stuff. Got the ICT Family Feud, the scary movie edition. <laughs> with, uh, with Justin and Jenny. That is going to be a lot of fun. And much, much more. So look, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm ready to go. I feel like I'm ninety percent ready to go. Jordan Davis, look, Brian, buy dirt, everything country, one hundred one point three KFDI, and a really amazing story. Uh, post aftermath damage, Hurricane Ian, a lot of tragic stories, a lot of lives lost, but this was viewed by the owner as a sign of hope. So Ashley is her name, and she had given up on ever seeing her wedding ring ever again. She lost it outside her Fort Myers home just days before Hurricane Ian crashed into Fort Myers and the surrounding parts of Florida. Despite enlisting her husband and three young children to help search around the yard and the garage for two days prior to the storm, no sign of the ring. Couldn't find it. She just accepted the fact that it was gone. It was the only thing. It was irreplaceable. Just let it go. So she let it go. Storm rolled through. They decided to ride the storm out in the 150-mile-an-hour winds in their home, and they, they, for the most part, physically were okay. House had some damage, and there was a lot of cleanup to do outside the house. So when the storm had passed, they went outside. The family started to do cleanup. They hadn't been cleaning up more than 10 minutes And the husband's working on a pile of brush and trees next to the garage. And he moves over to one pile. And the ring was there, just sitting there on some leaves. 
They took a picture. In fact, I'm going to post this article over on my Facebook and my Twitter because I think it's pretty remarkable. Uh, she said she couldn't believe they found the ring. Her neighborhood didn't experience the destructive flooding that many parts did, but there was a lot of floodwaters. There was a lot of damage. Massive piles of trees and brush. And she just sat on the curb and prayed to God and thanked him for providing and giving a sign that there is hope for the community. Uh, there's a link to her Facebook, too, so you can read more about it. But, uh, wow. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. And again, I've said it once. I'll say it a hundred times. Not all heroes wear capes. And not all heroes have to be adults. I give you Cashton York from Oklahoma. Cashton, oh man, I'm amazing. Just sitting there one day at school on his lunch break, enjoying some nugs. Suddenly, Cashton had a nug get lodged in his throat. Now, I've had, this is very scary. Even as an adult, I've had this happen with Swedish fish in a movie theater. Scared me to death. Once you lose that ability to breathe, whoo. His classmate, Garrett, noticed something was wrong and tried calling for help from an adult, from a teacher. The teachers were busy. I mean, look, you got a lunchroom full of kids. It's hard to focus on all of them at the same time. Now, before a teacher arrived, eight-year-old Garrett Brown sprang into action, performing the Heimlich maneuver on Cashton. After the food was dis- dislodged from young Cashton's throat and he was rescued, Garrett became an instant hero in the community. He received a certificate and a citation and all those good things that come along with just being that, that, that person you, you're not sure if you could be until the situation comes around. When asked how he knew what to do, he said, my dad taught me. He said he taught me how to do it just in case anyone else wasn't around to do it. Cashton's parents, as you can imagine, very thankful that Garrett was there to help their son Extremely scary to know in a matter of seconds my child could have choked to death on food at school when you're not around, his mother said. There are not enough words to be grateful for Garrett saving him. As for Cashton, he had this to say about Garrett. Quote, you're the best friend in the whole world that I've ever had. End quote. That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Today's Star Spangled Salute honors 93-year-old World War II veteran Guatano Danny Festa. Danny was honored in East Boston on Saturday, where he received quite an honor in the neighborhood he basically grew up in. From this day forth, the intersection of Princeton and Brooks Streets in East Boston will be known as Guatano Danny Festa Square. It's a part of town just down the road from where he was born. Danny said, He was flabbergasted by the honor. Congratulations, Danny, and thank you for your service. Stories at KFDI.com. Gabby Barrett, pick me up. Everything country, 101.3 KFDI. Pick me up or pull a plane. Uh, Whatever you want to do, there are actions in both, but uh, hoping you'll uh, join a team or get a team of your own going for Pull a Plane to help benefit uh, Doc and Friends, Hangar, and uh, also uh, the folks who are working very hard to preserve uh, education in aviation and uh, you can be a part of this by pulling a plane 25 feet dock 80,000 pounds of b29 and you still got time to register and the top fundraiser the person who raises the most money gets a flight on dock now you can also invite your if you are coming you can also invite your friends or if you don't have a team you can still come out ten dollars per person 25 dollars for family and admission 
get you access to the Pull Up Plane event, the dock hangar, where there'll be uh, some fun STEM activities going on, and the after-party celebration, which is going to feature live music uh, and cockpit tours of dock. So uh, even if you don't have a team, you can still come out, and part of the proceeds there will also go to help out a great cause. You can find out more, and if you want, join our team, Team Airtime. Just go to kfdi.com. Turn this up. Lights, camera, action. That's entertainment. The movie Smile is a horror hit. Number one at the movies for the second weekend in a row, beating out the new movies Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, and Amsterdam, which is being called a flop. Twitter has locked Kanye's account, and now users want a permanent ban of Kanye after anti-Semitic tweets. Michael J. Fox reunited with Christopher Lloyd at New York City's Comic-Con, and uh, man, it just hit us right in the feels. It was so good. Staying with New York Comic-Con, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan, on The Walking Dead just confirmed that The Walking Dead spin-off Dead City, which will feature characters Negan and Maggie, will debut in April. And choosing parenting over politics, Dwayne Johnson says running for president is off the table. Building that watch list for tonight, Werewolf by Night is a must and is the highest rated MCU show on Disney Plus right now. Raiders, Chiefs, Monday Night Football, more blind auditions on The Voice tonight, and I can confirm Sins of Our Mother on Netflix is a must if true crime is your thing. Cut. Patsy, what's up? Hey, you talking about ginger snaps? Have you ever tried those ginger snaps, the little cookies that you can get in the package? I can sit and eat a bunch of those. Oh, yeah. no, gin- I love great. anything gingerbread. Um, gin- oh, my God. Ginger snaps. Ginger snaps for me uh, remind me a lot of my British childhood. My mom always had ginger snaps around the house when I was a kid. Um, and then uh, a lot of times when making like a pumpkin cheesecake, my late wife, yes. my, my late wife Michelle, would make um, the crust out of the uh, crust gingerbread. Out of, yeah, oh, yes. I never thought of that. Yes. Oh, it is so good. Country, country. <laughs> oh. Here we go with country music minute. Hardy dropped three new songs while you were sleeping last night. You can listen to all three over at the Country Music Minute at KFDI.com. Alana Springsteen got the surprise of her life when Luke Bryan FaceTimed her to invite her to play the Grand Ole Opry on her birthday, the 18th of this month. Brandon Davis just released a touching new song called I Can Wait. It's so good. Keith Urban fans got a huge surprise when Keith played Nashville going into the weekend. Luke Combs joined Keith on stage for a couple of songs. And as you can imagine, people lost their minds. Did Morgan Wallen tease a new song called Born With a Beer in My Hand? Well, many of his fans think so because he snuck the title into the bio of his socials and they are sneaking around and doing some detective work. And Riley Green is enjoying more success with Half of Me, the duet with Thomas Rhett. He talks about the years prior to when his success finally hit. From the outside, it kind of looks like it happened quick, but... I played for, I guess, eight or ten years, you know, in little small honky-tonk bars in Alabama and Georgia and Mississippi, and uh, I just really did it as a hobby. I I didn't think anything would ever come from it, so it it didn't seem like it took that long because I did it because I enjoyed it, and they let me drink for free. Keep the country on all day. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. I want to get into this specifically, and I'm talking about common sense i don't want to get into all your pet peeves about and i look i know everyone always says we lack common sense i get all that i'm not i'm not looking to make this a broad thing i'm i was reading an article this morning and i want to know at 844-436-1013 do you unwrap your snacks your noisy snacks 
your candy wrappers, your boxes, your chips, whatever. Do you unwrap those before you go into the movie theater? Like, you've bought at the concession stand before you go into theater one, let's say. Do you unwrap? I don't think anybody does that. Uh, they were running down the list of, you know, stuff like don't take up two parking spaces and, you know, don't smoke right near the entrance of a public building. All the, I guess all the common, common sense things that people say we lack, right? But then on this list also that they used as an example was open your noisy wrappers before you get into your seat at the theater. And I, I don't think anybody does that. I've been going to the movies. We've all been going to the movies forever. And I have, I have never seen that. I've never seen anyone out in the lobby Hang on, I'll be right with you. I gotta open up my my, my snow caps, my raisinets, my M&Ms out here before I go sit in my seat. Nobody does that. I've never seen it. I don't do it. I mean, what's a movie? What's a movie theater experience without and all that noise and the popcorn chew? I mean, and the, and that noise, that noise that straw makes. I mean, look. That's it. That's 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 part of going to the movies. Nobody unwraps their snacks at the concession stand or off to the side by the way you put the hot butter on your on your popcorn before going to their seat. Nobody. Prove me wrong. It's Justin, Jenny. It's time to play in the feud. Woo! Da da da. All right. It is time for the ICT Family Feud, uh, where you, Jenny, are going to take on Justin. It is the ICT Family Feud Scary Movie Edition. The Scary Movie Edition. I don't don't like scary movies. This is going to go great Mm. then. This is going to go great. It's too early to think fast. Well, no, you'll be fine. I promise you, you'll be fine. This this isn't really a deep dive into scary movies. This is all just very cliche, stereotypical stuff. And I've already said too much. So the way the game works is your name is your buzzer. Your name is your buzzer. So after I ask the question, the first person to yell out their name gets to answer... Uh, you get three strikes and it moves on to the next person. Understand? Yeah. Okay. This is the top 100 people in the ICT surveyed. Here is your first question. Name a place someone might hide in a scary movie. Jenny. Jenny, what's your answer? Uh, a closet. That is the number two answer. Do you want to play or pass? Uh, play. Okay. Two more answers. Top three answers on the board. Two more answers. Behind the door. Behind the door. That is your first strike. Uh, two two more to go. Under a bed. Under a bed? Good answer. Yeah, survey. Yes. That is yeah. the number one answer. Yay. So one more answer and you take the round. A place someone might hide in a scary movie. In the bathroom. There it is. Yes. All right. Oh, well man. done, Jenny. All right. You take uh, is one nothing. Uh, Justin, Jenny, here comes question number two. Top 100 people in the ICT surveyed. Name a popular scary movie weapon. Justin. Go ahead. Knife. Knife is the number one answer. Player pass. I'm going to pass. All right. Uh, Jenny, two more answers to go. Oh, I have to come up with weapons now? Yes, weapons. Okay, he said knife. He did. Shovel. Shovel is a good answer, but not <laughs> one we're looking for. Didn't make the list. You got two more strikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I wish people could see your face because you had that very disappointed. Oh. I know. It's <laughs> like, oh, no. Okay. Can you restate the question? Sure. Again? Popular, okay. popular scary movie weapon. Popular scary movie weapon. Three seconds. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, no, uh, not gun. Uh, one more. One you, more. You get three strikes. You get three oh. strikes. I know it's torture. Um, popular scary movie weapon. Three seconds. Uh, axe. 
That's a good one. All right, that is the number two answer. One more to go. You're still alive. Popular scary movie weapon. People in their cars are probably yelling at me right now. Probably. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm almost 100% sure that's happening. A car. A car well, you know, no, not, not a car. Uh, okay. Justin, you give me the number three answer and you will steal this round. Chainsaw. There it is, chainsaw. What? Yes, yes. It that's took me why, that long to think of it. That's why you passed, so that you had time to think yes, on exactly it, because you right. knew I wouldn't and get weapons. That is how the game's played. So it's one round to one round. Here comes your tiebreaker. Top three answers on the board. 100 people in the ICT surveyed. Your name is your buzzer. Name an animal you'd see in a scary movie. Jenny. <laughs> why are you laughing? Because the first thing that came to mind was raccoon, and what? I know that's not on the board. <laughs> you know what? That that strike doesn't count against you, but no, I can assure you, raccoon is not Jenny. Uh, werewolf. Is that a real? No. You know what? Wolf or werewolf? Yes, it's okay, a number yes. two, number two answer. Justin, if you can come up with a number one answer, you'll you'll get to play or pass. Uh, okay, what's the question uh, again? Name an animal. Are you guys paying attention? No. Name name an animal you'd see in a scary movie. Uh, mean dog. Dog. Dog is the number Same two answer. Wolf. So it goes back to you, Jenny. Now. You have one more answer on the board. Get it right, you win. Animal you've seen in a scary movie. Cat. There it is, and yes. Jenny goes. Oh, the cats are just how, black cats. Listen, how, how does the guy who has a cat has pack. like six cats at home not with, know. With a backpack with the cats and the LED. How do you not say cats? They're sweet cats, though. Oh, I didn't Lord. think I okay. evil cats. I didn't okay. think of there you go. Thanks again for playing the ICT Family Feud, the scary movie edition. FDI. Luke Combs, loving on you, Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI. I did a couple songs with Keith Urban on stage when Keith played Nashville going into the weekend. A couple of surprises, which was kind of nice. And we learned, and you can watch the whole video and all the videos over on the Country Music Minute at KFDI.com. But we learned as they were talking on stage that Luke Combs' wife, Nicole, was actually named after... Keith Urban's wife, Nicole. True story, apparently. But how does that make you feel if you're Keith Urban and Nicole about the age difference? I don't know. Anyway, nice compliment, right? Uh, let's go ahead and do Lunch Line. I'm going to play the first part of a popular, popular country song. You're going to sing the second part. Get it right. Finish the lyric. Finish the Lunch Line. And you get the $25 gift card to Chicken Max. Good way to start the week, right? Here comes your clue. Listen very carefully. All right, that's a first time for the lunch line appearance for Jelly Roll. You know the rest of that lyric? I'll play you the clue one more time. Play Lunchline with J.J. Hayes. I'm going to go get some chicken. You want some? Some extra crispy, dirty rice, beans. Chicken? I can eat some chicken. Yeah. Can I get a uh, three-piece, uh, some coleslaw, and some beans, and a Coke? I just, I just got to change my pants. What was I thinking? Jeans have no give. Such a fun part of the morning. Lunchline. KFDI, hello. Hi, it's Brecken. Brecken, how are you? Good. Brecken, it's been a long time since you and I have spoke. You doing Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah. More importantly, Brecken, are you ready to sing? 
Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to play that clue for you one more time, and then you are going to finish it, sing it correctly, and you'll get that gift card to Chicken Max, okay? Okay. All right. Listen close. Here it comes. I guess it's just a little right and wrong. You must really like that song. I do. Great job. I guess I'm just a little yeah. right and wrong. Brecken, congratulations. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Thank you. Had this discussion with Amy over the weekend. Just had a discussion with her by text because she heard me tease the fact that I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about, and she called me a clown both times. I'm a clown. I'm a clown, apparently. Because I'm like, haha, funny. I don't know. She called me a clown. But I want your help on this. And don't just take Amy's side because it's Amy. Okay? Because that's... I want you to... I want you to think critically. Critical thinking here on this question. Do any of you adults own and sleep on Christmas sheets? Or are they just sheets appropriate for anybody under the age of 10? Because I don't think anybody over the age of 10 is sleeping on Christmas sheets with little reindeers and snowmen and things like that. We were, Amy's like, I got to go to TJ Maxx. I'm like, what are you looking for? She's like, I'll tell you when we get there. And we got there and and we're Christmas sheets. I'm like, nobody, no adult is sleeping on Christmas sheets. And she begged to differ. That's when she first called me a clown. She's like, no. And we found three different types. And... The third type, she put back because I, at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get involved. I'm going to be the good husband, and I'm going to at least get involved in the shopping process. If this is the hill I'm going to die on, I might as well participate in this exercise. So I'm looking up and down the sheets aisle in TJ Maxx, on the west side, by the way. Uh, and I know Amy loves Charlie Brown. Know this. Known this since I met her. So there were some Charlie Brown Christmas sheets. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to test this theory. There's no way, no way she's going to say yes to this because they were very childlike. I brought these around the corner. She's like, oh, yes, put them in the cart. She actually replaced one of the three we already had, which were much more, I guess, adult, for lack of a better word, for the truck. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be sleeping on Charlie Brown Christmas sheets, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. I feel like, I'm, I, feel like I should... <sighs> I feel like I should have like a teddy bear and to snuggle with and, and someone read me a story. <laughs> Is anybody over the age of 10 sleeping on Christmas sheets? Carolee says, I do not, but now I have a new goal. My husband is a curmudgeon about Christmas, so this is a perfect, not sure why, way to, uh, to do it. Don't do, don't do it, Carolee. Don't. Rick Patterson says, uh, no to the Christmas sheets, but surprise Amy by coming to bed in the pink bunny pajamas from a Christmas story. Rick, I think you spent too much time in the hot tub. Um, <laughs> but a great suggestion. I might go with that. Kim says, Christmas sheets are perfectly normal at any age. Uh, so we're still two to one in my favor. Sandy says we do not sleep on Christmas sheets, but maybe we need to in order to help with a childlike Christmas spirit. So that's a no. I'm going to take that as a no because you haven't done it yet, and I encourage you not to, Sandy. So still, I'm, I'm sitting pretty good at three to one. What about you? Christmas sheets over the age of ten? Yes or no? Well, not yet. No, I, you, no. It was it was an it was an open ended question. I realize we're not quite there to Christmas yet, but so you 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 have Christmas sheets? Absolutely. No, Don't see, you have? Did see, she not buy a um a Christmas? Best for it to go Shh, with? Don't you even put that out in the universe. Amy, Amy, you need to buy a See, Christmas now, Kathy, I know, and some Christmas 
Hello. Kathy, I know you. You're bonding with Amy because you're both Chiefs fans. That's all this is. This is just, you're just being a heat merchant. You're being an instigator. I cry shenanigans. I want pictures of these Christmas sheets. When you when you finally decide to switch over, I want pictures of these Christmas sheets. I don't think they exist. They do exist. And there is a Christmas bedspread and some very pretty embroidered towels for the bathroom that nobody can use. Okay, see, now you're just bringing stuff up to just injure me psychologically and emotionally. And goodbye. Have a good day. Hi, KFDI. You sleeping on Christmas sheets? Yes. Oh, Lord. All right, I need photo I, again. Like I told the previous caller, I need photographic proof. I need because I I don't believe it. I think you're all just piling. You're all just piling on, making this stuff up. Well, you're gonna have to wait about a month for mine. Okay. It's in storage until after Thanksgiving. Nope, that's fine, and I can I respect that. So after Thanksgiving, uh, if you remember, I need I need photographic proof because I, I and I swear the first night I have to sleep on Charlie Brown's head, I'm gonna I'm gonna be awake all night. Anybody over the age of ten, I'm saying no. Some of you are saying yes, but I think I'm still in the majority here. Now over on the text at eight four 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 three six one zero one three, Karen says, "Heck no, we don't uh, purchase. We purchase floral sheets. Only thing we do, uh, you know, soft and smooth touch. So yeah, they got to be soft. They can't be scratchy. So that's a no from Karen. Thank you. Uh, Samantha says I have a pair of snowman flannel sheets." That I use all winter long. Now, flannel sheets, yes. Snowman, see, to me, that's borderline acceptable as long as they're not wearing Christmas hats. If they're just snowmen, I mean, that's a winter thing. See, winter's okay. Christmas sheets, I struggle with. 844-436-1013. A text said, my, uh, growing up, my grandma has Charlie Brown Christmas sheets. Um, maybe okay for my granddaughter, but not for me. So there's another no. Thank you. Uh, and then another text says, Christmas sheets are to celebrate the season. They're festive. I do not sleep on Christmas sheets. The flannel ones are very warm and cozy. But in the end, uh, they're sheets, and no matter what's on them, no matter what color. So that I guess I guess that would qualify as a yes. Now, what about you? Christmas sheets, is that a yes or no well, of course, JJ. When I put up Christmas, I change the bedding, the sheets, the shower curtains, the towels, everything. See, shower curtains I'm okay with, even towels, although not the embroidered ones because that causes me anxiety. But sheets on the bed, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, yep, and and the comforters. I even do it for Halloween too. I have Halloween sheets and comforters. Okay, all right, all right. That's a, that's enough. Hi, KFDI Christmas sheets. Yes or no? Well, now we had to, JJ. All of our wives are listening to your show. All of those dads, dad, go get Christmas sheets now. So it's gonna be my fault. Listen, I would like to apologize. <laughs> I would like to apologize to all men listening right now because I did not, I did not foresee this coming. And I swear, if your wives and girlfriends start coming home with Christmas sheets, ah, oh Lord, you can you can email me and express your 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 displeasure. I'll, I'll take the heat. Hi, KFDI Christmas sheets. Yes or no? Well, I thought of something else. Oh. Good you Lord. Know, you know, you only get we only get one call per morning, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how we're both Chiefs fans. I have bought several Chiefs blankets and stuff. I think Amy needs to go to the NFLstore.com and look at the Chiefs blankets to put on the bed. How do you look at yourself in the mirror knowing you're causing this sort of mar- marital strife <laughs> in my life? How do you do it? How do you live with yourself, Kathy? Hi, KFDI. Christmas sheets, yes or no? No, that's too much work. Thank you. Thank you. It turns out Christmas to do the Christmas sheets and to, yeah, no, that's just 
I'm lucky to have a Christmas tree. I'm okay with Christmas, you know, accent pillows, Christmas shower curtains, Christmas towels. I'm okay with all that. But when they start invading my my sacred bed space, I, I can't anymore. I have to draw. I have to draw a line in I, the in the snow, so to speak. I only own a Christmas tree and Christmas decor. I don't own any pillows or mm, well you you like l- listen you're missing out on the pillows and they had some really great ones at TJ Maxx if you want to start a new tra- if you want to start a new tradition this year I totally endorse the Christmas throw pillow I think that's great well maybe I'll have to go <laughs> we did start we did finally get Halloween stuff and put it outside okay we All haven't right. done that this is the first year we've done that see so. see new traditions I have a five-year-old so he's getting old enough to you know, be able to remember this stuff. Well, so. take take the five year old with you when you go shopping for throw pillows. We will. Okay, I do. He's always listening. How fast can you run? Will you escape? Beat the Bobcat on KFDI. Looking for survivor number two. Hello, Marcy. Hello. Marcy, you are from Udall. Uh, in your free time for fun, you like to hang out with the family. You like watching reality TV like the Real Housewives of all those towns. Do you have a favorite Real Housewives town or city that they're from? Uh, no, we watch all of them. Watch all of them. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, for a job, you work at Meritrust. So, a busy life. I want to get you back to it, but we got to get you to beat the Bobcat right now. And to do it, I'm going to give you a category. I'm going to yell, run, and then you are going to give me 10 things in 20 seconds and outrun and outlast the Bobcat. You will beat the Bobcat, and you'll win that $25 gift card to Tutors, okay? Sounds great. All right, so here we go. Today is Canadian Thanksgiving. So, in 20 seconds, I need you to name 10 things you think of when you think of Canada. Ready? Run! Uh, the Canadian flag. Um, um, oh, this is a hard one. Say maple syrup. Start naming some yeah, towns. Maple syrup. Um, Ontario. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> just, it wasn't going to happen. I tried. I tried to help. <sighs> naming the towns would have been the way to go. Or Great Lakes or whatever. Anyway. Hockey. Eh? The McKenzie brothers. Time for the eulogy. Please bow your heads. Marcy from Udall had such high hopes, but from the start, the Bobcat had her on the ropes. The Bobcat is scary. You can have all my nopes. In nuclear power plants, you'll find isotopes. To Marcy. Next chance to beat the Bobcat, Tuesday morning, 8.50 on Everything Country, 101.3 KF.